Welcome back to another episode of Ask Ted on the Legendary Life Podcast. Yeah, went over the top there, but that's okay. I'm, I'm pretty pumped right now. I hope you're doing awesome. A few quick announcements. Wow, a lot of things are just going in the right direction. Our podcast, our, the downloads have improved. We're ranking higher in iTunes. Uh, I just did an interview for a big podcast called The Unmistakable Creative. I got a lot of great feedback from it. Probably the best interview I've ever done. Uh, I sent it out on an email blast. I will warn you, it, it is pretty powerful the way I told the story, which if you know my story and the tragedy that I've been through, uh, it can leave you in tears or make you stop doing whatever you're doing. And that's what some people had said. So you, you can check that out, Unmistakable Creative, Srini Rao. And uh, I may have already mentioned that, but I wanted to mention it again because I'm continuing to get feedback from it. And uh, I was quoted in uh, Fox News Business for an article that uh, Kamanzi Constable wrote, and he was asking for quotes on entrepreneurship. I gave him one, and uh, it was kind of funny. Uh, you know what? I'm going to read it for you. The name of the article was Advice from 14 Successful Entrepreneurs for Everyone Beginning the Journey, and it actually was published initially in Entrepreneur Magazine or Entrepreneur.com. And then uh, Fox News picked it up, which is kind of cool and interesting the way that information spreads like that because apparently they just need to attribute the author and then they can pick it up for their website. But here's what I wrote. Too many entrepreneurs think that since the barrier to building a business is the lowest it's ever been, that it's also easy to be successful. The reality is that it is easier than ever to bootstrap a business. However, it's also a super noisy world. You're not just competing with your competitors. You're competing for attention with clickbait articles, cat videos, and porn that is always a click away. It takes hard work, striving for excellence, and a compelling message to stand out from all the noise and get noticed. Aesthetics of your marketing and website matter more than they used to as well, in my opinion. So how is that for a quote? And tomorrow I'll be doing an interview for an article on the Washington Post with a journalist. And I'm also going to be on more shows being exposed to more people. And I'm not telling you all this just to brag or try to impress you. I'm telling you this because it comes down to what I'll be talking with you about today, which is how to attract more business opportunities. Because I've been having a lot of conversations with listeners and, and people that I know, and they just don't seem like they're attracting the business in their life. They're not making the money that they want to make in their life. And I want to help you change that. That's why I do a show. That's why I, don't, I just don't talk about fitness is because I don't think that's what you need is like an hour or two hours a week or an hour and a half a week, whatever of me talking to you about how to choose your sets, reps, rest, all the variables, how many times. Look, it's a lot more simple than 
exercise is a lot more simple than we make it out to be. And we need to factor in all the other things that we need to do in our life. We have to make money. So before I get to what we're going to do, I've got a great uh, review. This one is actually a voicemail from the website and it comes to us from Vinay from Manchester, England. So let's go ahead and listen. Hey, Ted, it's uh, Vinay from Manchester. I just wanted to say I literally came across your website because I was listening to your Elliot Holtz non-job event. Uh, I'm a surgeon and I'm about to spend a year uh, doing voluntary work in the third world. And I just wanted to say I read your story and I've kind of had a look through your website. Not too much, but I just think what you're doing is great very inspirational and especially the lessons that you can teach people on resiliency through hard times is awesome. Keep up the good work, mate. Vinay, thank you so much for leaving that voicemail. I always love it when I get to hear the voice of the people who listen to the show, who visit the website. It's always awesome because, you know, writing an email is cool and I totally love everybody uh, uh, who's reached out, totally love everybody. I totally love that everyone has reached out to me and sent me messages, sent me emails, but it's always nice to put a voice to the person. So how cool is that? This is uh, worldwide. I love it. So Vinay, again, thank you so much for taking the time to let me know that what I'm doing is making a difference for you. And I wish you the best of luck on your journey, uh, being a surgeon and traveling to third world countries, making a difference. So respect to you, my friend, and let's move on. Let's get to the topic of today, which is how to attract more business opportunities and to attract more business opportunities. We need to be more attractive and very key because chasing down opportunities does not work. I'll tell you, I, I want to tell you a quick story. I get calls from people who get my number from my website all the time, or they get my email. They bought, uh, they bought my email from somewhere. I get sent, I get sent these, these emails and people call me and it's like chasing down business. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. You have to attract business. You can't chase anymore because what happens when you chase? They run. Whether that's a woman, whether that's a client, whether that's a prospect, they run. You've got to be cool. You've got to be a cool person. You have to be an attractive person. So the first question you need to ask yourself, and by the way, before I get to this, I want to give a shout out to Coach Burt. Uh, Coach Michael Burt, who I've interviewed, and and I'll be on his show, and I heard him on Art of Charm, and I, something about uh, something about his delivery and everything, it just really connected with me, and I resonated with his message, and I I had to talk to him, and now I've interviewed him. His interview is going to be rolling out soon, and I'm going to be on his show. Uh, uh, so it's awesome how that happens, and he attracted me to him. And then after interviewing him, he was attracted to my message. And I told him who I've worked with and that I train multimillionaires, high-performance people. And he was blown away by that. He's like, yeah, I'd love to have you on the show. And now I'm going to be on his show. 
that is how you attract more opportunity. So first of all, and this is inspired by listening to him and, and speaking with him the other day and, and listening to that interview again, which will come out soon. But the first thing you do, you need to do is you need to assess your attractiveness. You need to determine how attractive you are right now, how attractive you are in the market. And if you're a single guy or, you know, you're looking to date, you, this could even be a metaphor for dating as well. So I want you to listen in because it's about being an attractive person. An attractive person attracts all type of opportunities, not just business. So how do we know how attractive we are right now? And the answer is very, very simple. The market is telling you every week, every month, every year, how attractive you are, okay? Every month, let's keep it with months, right? Let's stick, stick with months. You get a report on how attractive you are. And what's your score? Well, how many people wanted a piece of your time? How many people wanted to hire you? How many people wanted to become clients? How many people offered you a job? How many people wanted to steal you away from where you're working right now so you can go be a rock star in their company? How many headhunters, that's what they're called, right? Corporate headhunters came your way trying to steal you away if you work in a corporation. If the answer is zero or if the answer is low, then your attractiveness just isn't that high. Okay? And we're going to get to that in a second because it may not just be your attractiveness. It may be a part of your attractiveness, which is your visibility. So you may be a total rock star. You may be the, the, the world's best secret, you know, or your company's best kept secret, but people just don't know about you. And we'll get to that in a bit. But uh, that's the question you need to answer. How many people want a piece of you? And has it been growing from month to month, year to year? Have you seen a change in what direction? I mean, you could even, you could even, uh, you know, you could even track this stuff. How many sales calls you made that were successful? How many client meetings did you have where, uh, you know, the client uh, signed up with you or, or up, you know, bought something you were, uh, selling and upsell or how many prospects ended up becoming your clients. There's all types of metrics and it's so key to be brutally honest with yourself and use metrics. Do not be a victim and say, no, I'm awesome. You're not awesome if the, if the market is telling you you're not awesome. Don't be a little narcissistic little baby. You've got to be real. You've got to be strong. You've got to be a man. And you've got to say, all right, this is where I am. This is the level of interest that I'm getting in me. Okay? And, and maybe, you, maybe you're getting a lot of interest. Maybe you have a lot of people wanting to interview you, wanting you to speak at their conference, wanting you to do all types of things. But you want more. Which brings us to the second piece, which is... This, the second thing you need to do after you assess your level of attractiveness in the market is you need to determine what you want, right? So 
you're here at point A, where is point B for you? In money terms, maybe you make, let's say, $100,000 a year and you want to make a million dollars a year. Maybe you want to make $10 million a year. Maybe you want to make a million a month. I don't know. That's just 12 million, so whatever. But the point is, where are you now is number one. Where do you want to be? And some questions that you can ask yourself to, to really get deep into, uh, into where you want to be is, how much money do you want to make? That's not very deep. That's kind of superficial, but money is a great way to keep score. And uh, I like money gives me more choices. You should like money too. I don't have a problem charging for my services. I also don't have a problem giving away things, but uh, I want to make money. I want to make more money. You know, what, what type of house do you want to live in? What type of car do you want to drive? What type of lifestyle do you want? Do you want to be able to hire a personal trainer? Do you want to be able to hire a concierge doctor so you don't have to waste your time with your insurance doctors and maybe uh, uh, not even a concierge doctor, but a specialist doctor who only takes cash because that's how good he is and, and that's how good the results he gets. I mean, that's what I care about. Maybe you want to afford organic food. That takes, takes money. Maybe you want to uh, you know, be able to afford the type of food and supplements, okay? Um, or maybe you're able to afford all of that. Maybe you want to do something bigger. You know, where do you want to travel to? How many places? How do you want to travel? What type of style do you want to travel in? And to even get to finally get to the deep questions after we talk about all the, you know, the Ferragamo shoes, the Armani suits, the Ferraris, the three houses, you know, and all that other stuff. How many people's lives do you want to impact? How many people's lives do you want to make a difference in? Because to, to do that, you need to be a really attractive person. You need to be, you know, you need to think Richard Branson. You know, the person who donates time, you, you know, down at the soup kitchen, that's cool. But Richard Branson is trying to change the world. He's building schools with this charity and doing something else with that charity and fighting AIDS. And he's, you know, a total like superhero. Where do you fit on that spectrum? Do you want to be a Richard Branson? Or do you just feel time, uh, fine uh, donating your time at the homeless shelter, feeding, feeding uh, the homeless people soup on, you know, Christmas or something like that. It, there is no right answer. Okay. There is no right answer, but I want you to make a choice and I want you to be clear about it because the clarity, the lack or the lack of clarity will kill you, right? It won't kill you. You're not going to die. They're not going to have to bury you. Uh, not your body, just your soul. Okay, if you're not clear and, and you're not working towards what you want, and I know uh, you feel that way because I've talked to you, to many of you, and I talk to people on my Facebook, uh, uh, my Facebook uh, page, my personal Facebook page, on social media is what I'm saying, and you know, people aren't doing what they want to do. Some of you, some of you are making the money you want to make, but you're not doing what you want to do, and some of you are even worse. You're not making any money. 
and you're not doing what you want to do either. And I'm only laughing because I've been there. I've been in both situations. And I've been broke. I've been really broke. In fact, when I moved to Miami Beach, I rode the bus. Okay? But I, I rode the bus. I didn't have a car. I couldn't afford one. Then it slowly worked up to, uh, you know, I lived in a shitty uh, a shitty efficiency. I wouldn't even call it a one-bedroom or, or even a, what do you call them? Studio apartment. It was, it was an efficiency. <laughs> it would be better, would be a better word for it. You know, now, now the place I live in isn't too bad. Uh, so the point is, I decided I wanted more. Okay. What do you want though? That's what's important. You got to get clear on it. I'm pretty clear about what I want. I want to make big money. I want to do big things. I want to impact a lot of people and I want to travel the world. We only have one life. You know, that's me. That's how I feel based on, uh, you know, my beliefs and my experiences. What do you feel like you need to do? And third, once you figure out your level of attractiveness, then the second thing is figuring out, well, okay, well, I'm at point B, that's my level of attractiveness. I mean, I'm sorry, point A, that's my level of attractiveness in, in the marketplace. Point B is where you want to go. Then three is the steps you need to take to close that gap. What steps do you need to take to attract the level of success that you want in your life. Now, this is getting a little bit more uh, personalized, right? Like now, now we got to do a little bit of diagnosis here, okay? And uh, and Vinay, if you're listening, I totally don't mean that in the medical way. <laughs> All right, no, no medical advice here, right? <laughs> anyway, bad joke. Whatever. Let's keep going. So. What I'm talking about is you have to look at how interesting of a person you are. Let's start with you. Okay, then we can talk about your business. How interesting are you as a person? How many hobbies do you have? How many things have you tried? How many places have you been? How many, uh, you know, how many uh, uh, types of events do you go to? How many different types of people do you speak to? How many different types of experiences have you had? Because this is super important. If you haven't traveled a lot of places, then you don't have a lot of perspective, except what you see on the news. And that's not even worth talking about. And if you listen to the show, I've been very, I'm very open about what I think about the quote unquote news to be. How many places, how, what type of perspective? And most people just aren't that interesting. Okay. Or maybe they were at one time, then got really stuck, really comfortable. What do most people do? The same routine over and over again. They wake up, they get dressed, they go to work, they come back, and it's usually to a job they don't enjoy. They come back, they hang out at home, watch TV, play video games, perhaps go out with friends. We're all doing the same thing, waking up in the morning, getting ready, going to the job they don't like, and then you meet up because they they want to forget the fact that their life kind of sucks, and you all meet up, 
right? That's not interesting. You are not a person of interest. You are not an attractive person if you do that. And your results probably reflect that. So you need to ask yourself, you need to, again, be brutally honest. How interesting am I and how do I become more interesting? And let's, let's focus on that. Uh, I've already said a few, okay? The way you take care of yourself, if you exercise and keep your body in shape, people will find you more attractive. And I don't mean just dating. I mean, oh, that's a person who takes care of himself. Do you think I make an impression when I walk in a room, when, when I speak to people, when they see me? People, you know, I, I actually am not, here's a secret, I am not a photogenic person. Uh, not now, at least. And when I show up, people are like, oh, yeah, you're in much better shape than I thought, or you're bigger than I thought, or you're taller than I thought. And it makes an impression. So I would start there because you know health and fitness is the foundation of everything else you do in your life. And if you're not doing that, I guarantee you, forget about all the the fat shaming shamers or the people who shame the fat shamers. Like people are judging you based on the way you look and, and, and the, the way you take care of yourself. And they don't look at you. Here's the truth. They don't look at you and say, wow, wow, you're, you're really out of shape. You must be like really stressed uh, or maybe you have a thyroid problem or, you know, something's going on. No, they don't think that. They don't, they don't, people don't think that deep. They do look at you. They think you're lazy. That's it. It may be true. It may not be true, but that's not what we're talking about here. People judge you. They think you're lazy if you're not in shape. They think you don't have enough willpower or you're too lazy to learn how to eat right or to actually follow through on the things you know you should do. And they think you spend too much of your time eating and sitting around instead of working out. That's what people think. So that's the first place I always love to start. And the second thing is, you know, let's let's talk about style. Style is huge because, again, um, people judge you. Never judge a book by its cover, which is true. It's true information, you know, but the cover tells you a lot and people aren't going to take the time to figure out, oh, well, you know, you, you just have a thyroid problem. No, you're lazy, you're fat. You're disheveled, uh, you know. You're you're a person who doesn't care about their outward appearance, and it's offending my eyes, right? Style is important. Style is really important. I asked a client uh, the other day, actually a few weeks ago, but the other day sounds better. Anyway, I was like, "Well, how do you know a person who's really got it together?" And and he said he he said first of all the posture, the way they look where they keep themselves in shape. And then he said the way they dressed. He looks at their watch, their shoes, and this guy's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Okay? Uh, he, he's the CEO of a, of a company that's worth about half a billion dollars and uh, has houses all over the place, travels all over the place. In fact, he's traveling right now for, for the summer. And uh, so... People will judge you on that. So take care of yourself and also look the part. Maybe you can't afford a great 
pair of shoes right now. Maybe you can't afford an expensive watch. Uh, but you can do the best you can do, right? You can wear fitted clothes. You can wear good jeans, fitted clothes, and, uh, you know, polished shoes. If you have scuffs on your shoes, stuff like that, if you got a bad haircut, invest the money you have to invest in yourself, okay? Now let's move on from there. Let's get into something that's still kind of superficial, you know, your posture. If you stand up tall, when you talk to people, if you look them in the eye, when you talk to people, how your voice sounds. What if I did the, the um, podcast and I sounded like this? Hey, everybody, it's the Legendary Life with Ted Rice. How much longer could you listen to me talk like that? The reality is we're judged on all that stuff, on how attractive we are, how cool we are. And, uh, you know, it's not fair, but that's the way it is. Okay. Fairness is, doesn't apply. We're talking about like deeper things than that. It's not about fair. And it's also not fair that you're listening to this podcast and figuring out the keys to the kingdom, right? Things that you can actually do to make yourself become more attractive. So uh, uh, another part is how do you communicate? So it's not even just the way you talk, the way you stand, the way you use your hands, whether you make solid eye contact, please don't be staring people in the eyes for too long. But it's also how well you can how well you can put together your thoughts. And this is all stuff that I've struggled with for a long time, and that's how I've learned it. It's not like me talking down to you and saying, you know, you guys really got to get your act together. You know, I've had my act together for a long time. Now you, you, you know, look at you losers. That's not what I'm saying at all. I've been there. I've been that awkward, weird guy with the weird haircut. And, uh, you know, people thought I was broke in high school and then they come to my house and, uh, my parents were pretty well off. I mean, we had like a, a waterfall and stuff, but the point is, uh, a waterfall in our pool is kind of, kind of, kind of fun, kind of nice. Uh, but it, you know, the, the point is they didn't put who I presented myself as in high school as the person who lived in the place where I lived, right? They didn't see that. They had to come over to see that and then then they would change. But most of us don't have that. Most of us can't invite people over to our house, right? Provided that we have a cool place that we live. Um, so the point is, how are we communicating? How are we getting across to people, you know? And that's you. And there's all types of things. I've already talked about exercise, taking care of yourself. I've talked about the way you dress, your style. I've already talked about the way your body language, the way you stand, the way you speak, the vocal intonation, the eye contact. But maybe you have a lot of that down. Maybe it's a problem with visibility. Maybe you're a guy who has a lot handled, but you're just not out there enough. Okay. Maybe you're not networking enough. I was a great trainer and I thought I had an, and I had enough confidence to be successful to a certain level, but to bust through that glass ceiling that I seem to be hitting, it took, took networking. It took getting my name out there. It took meeting people and I didn't want to do it. I hate networking or used to hate networking. Now I look forward to it. Now I look forward to meeting new people, uh, 
creating connections. I also love to introduce people to each other. I just introduced two big hitters in, uh, uh, you know, in the neuroscience realm, actually. So the point is, how many people, if you are an interesting person and you have a lot of that stuff handled and you're like, come on, Ted, I got that stuff handled. You know, I've, I'm listening to a bunch of podcasts. I've taken action. I, I do, I read books. I, I've gotten the style consultations, but how many people know how cool you are? And that comes with networking. That comes with creating things, writing a blog, doing videos, public speaking, networking, uh, you know, that's, that's the other issue. And also if you happen to have a business, uh, the way your business is presented, the type of business cards, I just got some new business cards. I wish I could show them to you right now. They are killer. Giselle had worked with her design team and came out with a really cool concept. I had nice business cards already and these are like next level. How many do you do that with your marketing materials? Are you always next level? Every time you changed it, change its next level. You've got to invest in this stuff. You've got to spend money on this stuff. Damn, please don't be cheap when it comes to investing in yourself. Or you will never be that attractive person. You will never, never have that attractive business. Okay, that is just the way it is. Look to level up and pay the money. Hire the good people. You can't afford the great people right now. Hire the good people. That's fine. But get yourself straight and get your business straight. Get your marketing straight. Get your website straight. I mean, you saw that website that I had for a while. And how long did I uh, talk about the new one? And it's finally up. And you know what? Next iteration will be even better. And again, I'm not bragging. I'm not trying to shove it down your throat, but I'm telling you, this is the way to get success. My results are speaking for themselves. I went from a a personal trainer who is the best kept secret in Miami Beach, and now I'm reaching a lot more people. And it's not because I'm a genius, uh, because I'm certainly not, all right? I've had to work very hard uh, to do this stuff. And I believe that you, if you learn the right things, then do the right things. You can have that success as well. Okay. So just a quick recap, then I want to wrap this up. Determine how attractive you are right now. How do you know? The market will tell you. And if you want to apply that to dating, how many women want to date you right now? How many women are calling you? How many women say yes when you ask them out? or I don't know, whatever pickup artist thing you're following or whatever, but how is the response? That's what you need to look at. Be be brutally honest. There's no need to beat yourself up, but you need to be honest. Okay, where you are is where you are. Where I am is where I am. I mean, there's some people who don't want to have anything to do with me. I'm just not cool enough. I'm not an attractive enough person. I can't get on their radar. It's not that they don't want to have anything to do with me. They just, I'm not big enough to to be a blip on their radar. That's just the way it is. So figure out where you are. Second, determine where you want to be. I've got big aspirations. Maybe you do. Maybe you've got bigger aspirations than me. Okay, maybe big aspirations financially, uh, business-wise, awesome. Go for it. 
Maybe you don't. That's cool too. But know what you want. Okay? And then the third is what steps do you need to take to attract the level of success you want? What type of person do you need to become? What can you do health-wise to make yourself more attractive? What can you do style-wise to make yourself more attractive? What can you do body language-wise to make yourself more attractive? What can you do communication-wise, the way you speak, to make yourself more attractive? And how many people know how attractive you are? How many new people are you meeting? How many cool people, people of interest, how many people who are making moves in their life are you meeting? Okay. And also, does your if you happen to have a business like I do, does your website reflect that? Is it a cool website? Is it a, do you have cool business cards? Yes, the business card is not dead. Only bad business cards are dead. If you get a cool business card like I do, uh, like I have, that which Giselle was so awesome to put together, and like some of our fitness coaching clients have, then you're going to stand out from the crowd. Okay, We live in a noisy world, like I said at the beginning. We need to be able to stand out with our marketing, with who we are, how we communicate, what our marketing says about us as well, our website, business card, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? And you can make this happen for yourself. It's all about figuring out those three things and taking action on them. That's your homework. That's what I want you to do. And if you get some success, hit me up. Go to legendarylifepodcast.com, leave me a voicemail, Go to, uh, write me an email, go to the contact section on my website, write me an email, hit me up on Facebook, let me know, start taking action, reach out, connect. That's all I've got. Have an awesome week and I'll speak to you soon.